Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of DC Talk. This is the one that was recorded on August 1st, 2021, which is well, today. And uh so when you're going back in history and you know 40 years from now and you're seeing and you're listening to this episode, just know we recorded this on August 1st, 2021 by the Tokyo by the Tokyo Olympics and the men's gymnastics all around on the floor is happening at the moment. Yeah, so so Mike is going to be distracted once again. Yes, by people that could do flips that I could never imagine doing in my entire life. Just keep that. But can but can but can they do flips better than better than Nightwing? No, probably no. not. No, nobody can. Nobody. Nobody can. can. Well, so, mm, uh, yeah, no. Debatable. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we are uh, we're uh, we're excited about talking some DC talk tonight, and uh, we have some 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 pretty. Pretty cool news that's come out this week. We have an awesome character profile I'm looking into. Um, Carrie, one of Carrie's faves uh, in the DC universe, and then a movie that I have never seen before, and uh, an animated movie that came out last year that I've never seen, and I am actually looking forward to seeing my thoughts on it with everybody else. So that's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> so with all that being said. Uh, Carrie, in case people want to find you, where can they find you at on Twitter? You can find me at Carrie Blackfire forty two. That's K E R I Blackfire forty two. Oh, you Mike. I, I am on Twitter at the DC Mike, and uh, so yep. And I'm okay. in Discord here and there. Yep. Yep. Me too. So uh, let's go ahead then, I guess, and dig into some news. Um, uh, first up, Nick Cregan has been cast as a season three regular in the upcoming season of Batwoman. Yeah, looks um, like he's, he's going to be playing Robin Givens' son. Uh, Mark Marquis Jet, who is a yeah. sexy playboy who grew up in a lavish lifestyle. Marquis is too charming huh. for his own good and wields a power with a ne'er do well attitude. Sounds like a lot like Bruce Twain. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> ish. ish. Um, so you see, he views life as a big joke, and he has a sense of recklessness. Um, and clashes with his no-nonsense mo- mother, who's played by Robin Givens, which was just recently classed, uh, cast, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he meets Ryan, sees her as a like-minded young go-getter, waiting for the right opportunity to mark on Gotham. So pretty much what I'm seeing happening is this is a guy who, um, yeah. So he's going to start off really good, good intentions, and kind of go down the rabbit hole. Interesting, interesting that he that you know, be that he grew up in a, with a lavish lifestyle that he sees um, Ryan as like minded. But okay, yeah, well, okay, like all these people, um, they typically. Um, Star really good as friends. So I could see season three going down as him and her eventually find odds with one another. Yeah. Had to go out of each other. So it's it is what it is, but um excited for this new character on the show. Um in the next bit of DC news, I was really happy when we got a season two extended trailer for Stargirl. Yes, this looks like it's gonna be fun. I am so looking forward to Stargirl. It has been so long since I've seen it. We've got nine days left till this move till this episode comes on. I am deeply looking forward to Stargirl. 
Um, if I have time this week, I may go back and re-binge all of season one, but I probably won't. I will probably just go back and watch the finale. And as, as reading through this article, what makes me very, very happy, um, something I alluded to when I did uh, the character profile on Jade, is that Jeff Johns has teased that um, her twin brother may not be far behind in getting another live-action uh, run. Ooh. For Star so we we may we may see J, we may see J, uh, Todd, aka Obsidian, very soon. Yay. Ooh, so this could um, man, this is gonna be a great show this year, this, this season is be two. A good show. I'm interested in seeing how they deal with the because this is the first season since the fallout of um, else not of else worlds but of the crisis. Yeah. So I'm interested if that's going to play any any relevance into it at all. Yeah, me too. Although they have they have they have teased a bit more about um, John Wesley Ship making his appearance over there. They haven't you know given us a whole lot of specifics. But, I mean, I'd imagine he should. I mean, well, they they've said that he's going to be he's going to be playing Jay Garrick over there as well, and maybe that's going to be some kind of bridge. That'd be to, a good way to bridge it. Yeah, um, it, it's it's weird because uh, I mean unless they decide to retcon that and Stargirl is still taking place on Earth Two, quote unquote, instead of yeah. Earth Prime. So. I I think this is going to take place on Earth Two. I wish they'd bring them to Prime because I'd like to see them interact with some of the older, agreed, some of the other shows. Agreed. I'd I'd, I'd love really to s- I'd love to see Stargirl hanging out with the rest of the the rest of the Earth Prime crew. Oh, yeah. Um, and a bit of other news. Um, let's see. Batman Unburied has cast its has cast uh, Bruce Wayne. It'll be uh, Black Panther's Winston Duke. Uh, for mm-hmm. those who don't know who Winston Duke is, um, Winston Duke played... Uh, um, oh, my goodness. M'Baku. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. In, yeah. In, <laughs> I was thinking... Um, <laughs> in Black Panther. Yes. So uh, this is the this is the DC Comics uh, audio Podcast. drama yeah, that's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So I keep I, I, I keep an eye out for it. It should be out sometime. I think this year or early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so also, Jason Isaacs has been cast as Alfred. Yes. So this is this is a rare, this is a rare occasion where we get to hear Jason Isaacs play a good guy. Well, he played a good guy ish. In Gods um, and Monsters. He also played Kal-El in Superman Red Sun. That is true. He he voiced that, that uh, Kal-El in there. Hey, he was in Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, but, um, well, I won't we spoil, I won't spoil <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to this podcast, this audio drama. I think it's going to be fun. So yeah. I, I, um, I'm looking forward to it myself. Um, so he's been cast. We had a new trailer for the final season uh, of Supergirl. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was it was pretty cool. Um, I yeah. don't know how they're going to wrap up everything. I, I don't know either. But they've been but a lot of the cast has been posting um, wrapping wrap up photos uh, from this week. So they're they're pretty much done filming. Yeah, uh, Dreamer, uh, the girl who plays um, uh, a Dreamer. I can't remember her name. Yes, Nicole Main. She she posted a a wrap up. I know I just saw earlier. Um, 
we know we're also going to get in this, according to it, we're going to get uh, Nixley back. Um, yeah. She's going to be coming back. Let's see. Carl's going to be dealing with some stuff in the Phantom Zone. Right, well, um, she's going to be and, dealing and, with and, the aftermath of right, being stuck uh, in, being the in there. Zone. So we'll see how it comes out. I would, I would love to see... I would love to see Clark show up somehow toward the finale uh, from Superman and Lois. Show oh, yeah. up so, somehow. Um, well, I somehow I, bring I, him in. Well, and I, th- and I, I think we discussed this before. It's like I don't know how they're going to wrap up Kara's storyline, but if you know, I and and I, I have no expectations at this point. I don't think there's several things that they could probably do uh, based on previous iterations of the Supergirl character. She's you know gone to the 31st century. She's died. Um, I don't think they'll yeah, kill her. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll kill off Supergirl. But if if she decides to leave, I would hope that she at least gets to say goodbye to her cousin. So and I know, I, I know that I know that Clark's dealing with some stuff, some Kryptonian stuff, um, which I still have. I it's like, okay, you know, you know, Clark, you know that there's more than one Kryptonian on the planet that you can get help oh. from, and and your cousin also knows where there's a whole planetoid of Kryptonians, you know, that could probably come help if they if if you really wanted some some backup with this. You're all on the same Earth anyways now. Exactly. The, 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 the only DC shows that are not on the same Earth is well, Stargirl and Titans. Yeah. Good, but, tit- but Titans are, I think, 30-something. Stargirl's Earth 2. And everybody else is Earth 1. Or Prime. My, yeah, my... And, and, and this is... Yeah, well, see, my my only other thought with this is that, um, and this is this is just based off of um, David Ramsey's appearance on Superman and Lois, is that you know maybe this this is all happening after after Supergirl has kind of has finished her storyline. Okay. Or something like that, or um, or maybe Clark and Lois don't don't necessarily remember everything that happened during Crisis. I mean, they know about the multiple Earths and stuff, but they but not everyone was allowed to remember what happened. Okay. So I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know either. Um... I, I'm I'm looking I'm trying to find who's on what. Okay, here it is. So uh everybody is on Earth Prime. Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning is on Earth Prime. Uh-huh. Stargirl's on Earth Two, Titans are on Earth Nine, Swamp Thing is Earth nineteen, Doom Patrol is Earth twenty one. Um Green Lantern it looks like is gonna be set on Earth twelve. And the Brandon Routh, Kingdom Comes, Sue Superman, that showed up from Superman Returns, is going to be set is set on Earth ninety six, right? And uh, you know, and Lucifer is on Earth six six six. So yes, and we don't know where Doom Doom Patrol is on. Um, 
So... No, we do. No, you just said Doom Patrol is on Earth-21. Earth oh, I did. Okay, never mind. Please, can we get Barry to interact with Cliff? Please, 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 please. Um... <laughs> I... I... I, I think I think I'd rather see Barry uh, make an appearance on the HBO Max show than any of the HBO Max characters make an appearance on on the CW. But yeah, well, that's just me. Yeah, yeah, they could um, get away with a lot more on HBO Max. Um, exactly. Than on CW. Exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, but but I have been thinking about Supergirl and how they're going to end it. I think they could possibly take um, – this is kind of where I'm leaning. I think they're going to take one of Superman's storylines and apply it to her. So kind of how after Superman you know, 4 or whatever back in the 80s, Superman left Earth for a couple decades to do some things. You know, and Lois wrote that article, you know, the world doesn't need Superman. We get that in a Superman Returns movie with Brandon uh-huh. Rouse. So maybe you can have it that way. You can kind of write her out so that if she needed to show up, she can always show up again. Yeah. You're not killing her off, but she had to, but she had to leave to go do some, to go investigate some things somehow. Or, or maybe, or maybe she decides to go live on Argo for a while. Yeah, we could do that. I mean, I mean, both of her, both of her parents are alive now. So, Maybe yeah. she can go spend some time with them. I like it. I yeah. like it. I guess we'll. Um, I guess we'll. Fi- we'll find out. We'll find out soon, ish. We will. Um, something I've not seen yet, so <gasps> I know I'm behind. But I have not seen Sweet Tooth. I I've had a lot to watch. So I've. But don't worry, I have an event coming up in my life here in the next couple of months that I'm going to have plenty of time in the middle of the night to watch TV. Um, so Sweet Tooth has been renewed for season two. Yes. Um, I'm guessing they left on a cliffhanger on season one, so I'm kind of glad. Ah, uh, you, you you could kind of say that, yes. Okay, um, so that's been renewed for season two. We don't have any other details other than that. Um, kind of an interesting news article we have is J.K. Simmons, uh, who played J. Jonah Jameson, has been in negotiations to play Commissioner Gordon now on Batgirl movie. Well, I mean, he was al- he's already played Gordon once. Yeah, we're just we we may see a continuation of that. Yes, so that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna skip one. I'm gonna come back to it here in just a second. Uh, the Flash movie apparently has been uh, halted after an accident involving Batman on the Bat Cycle. Good job. Hmm. Apparently, a crew member ran their car into the Bat Cycle on the set of the Flash movie. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> He's fired. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's um <laughs> He's fired for that one mm. for sure. Uh let's see. Another bit of news we have is uh the reviews for the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. have come in. It also this is not in the notes, but I just read a little bit ago that it had opened on Rotten Tomatoes at a perfect score of a hundred percent. It's down to like ninety seven percent. It's down ninety seven percent. Yep, yeah. and they called it uh, Task Force X Done Right. So, yay! And this just further inflamed the the David Ayers. It won't, we won't we won't get into all that stuff tonight. But well, he did he did release a letter, and you guys are welcome to go and find it and read it for yourselves. He pretty much blasted Warner Brothers. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I so, think I think possibly he's not wrong, but you know. 
Oh, well, we've we've discussed we've discussed this ad nauseum. I, I think don't think we don't need to continue be that dead horse. Right. Um, but another movie we have coming out that I actually just finished kind of watching the behind the scenes sneak peek before we uh, start recording is actually really cool looking, and that is the Injustice movie. We knew we had the cast coming, but they gave mm-hmm. a behind the scenes look of the of the movie coming out. It'll be out in the fall of this year, so I'm I'm thinking probably sometime around September or October. And yeah. this movie looks it looks great, really, really good. Like it looks amazing. The plot is just is really good. And the art, I think, it looks like we're going back to the art from the um, AMU. Yes. Which would and, which is nice. I, I like that. We, I like that we're still using that. We're, they're still using that art style, um, even though we've kind of jumped over to the new art style for the 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 timeline in general. Or right. Whatever, whatever we decide to call the timeline now. I don't. I don't know that there's actually a, a through line for any of the movies that are coming yeah. out. I think they're just making yeah. individual films now. They're not really which making, is which is completely fine. Right. They may take a break and figure out, hey, we want to do this storyline, so we're going to do these movies first, just to kind of get some mm-hmm. movies out there and prep for the storyline we want to do, kind of like they did for the uh, DC AMU. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but the storyline for those who don't know what Injustice is, it, it's pretty much what happens when um, Batman and Superman are at odds with one another, and Batman's moral code pretty much is not Batman's, but Superman's. Okay, so let me put it like this: when Batman becomes the moral compass of the team rather than Superman, is is Injustice, and Superman pretty much um, in the storyline from the, you know it's not really a spoiler. Because it's been in the comics and on the game, it's what happens when Superman pretty much kills Joker. Yeah, and if you if you want, yeah, well, we knew Bat. Well, Superman had a good reason to um, kill the Joker. Uh, If you want, I'm trying to find the. um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the. the um, storyline here. Um, they did do a version of this um, for Justice League Unlimited. I think it was back on season two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and basically, it's what it's what happens when uh, Superman. It's it's the it's the timeline where Superman decides to kill President Luthor. Hmm. Could he kill Luther in this one too? Mm, maybe. Mm. I mean, he um, looks like he's gonna be. He looks like he's gonna might be killing a bunch of people. So, who knows? For 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 those who are kind of interested, like, where did this story kind of come along from? Like, what did it kind of you know come come around from? Let me let me encourage you. So, um, for 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 example, the so in the. Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, which by the way comes out on and on DVD here in about a month and a half. Um, and at the end, we kind of got that nightmare scene where mm-hmm. the world looked completely torn to pieces. We kind of get it's almost like we see, and even Superman Lois, we're seeing Superman teased as going to the other side, and then he finally does go on the other side of the nightmare scene. So this is kind of like. What happens before he kind of goes all over? Because we, we hear in the story that and the nightmare scene, Leto said, you know, of course, 
Little talked about killing Lois, and then Harley got killed. It's just a whole whole thing. So this is kind of what happens on that round. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that'd be a good kind of setup for this movie. But I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. I, I cannot wait. Yeah. So. I can't wait either. This looks, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be kind of cool. And, uh, but that is all of our news. And Carrie is going to bring us a Gideon's character archive tonight of her favorite Robin, Jason Ty. Carrie? No, 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 Mike. <laughs> Mike, you're, once again, you are confusing me with you. And, um, as, as much as I love working with you, Mike, we are, we ain't, we ain't that close. <laughs> Or we ain't th- we ain't th- we ain't that lark like that like minded. No, no, I am I am ta- but I am talking about my fa- my favorite of all of the Robins, uh, Tim Drake, aka Robin, aka Red Robin, and for a little while he went by the code name Drake. Um, I couldn't find a whole lot regarding that, but I'm sure it's somewhere in Wikipedia that I just didn't I just didn't get to. Um, his first appearance um, was in Batman number four thirty six. Uh, from August 1986. Uh, he was named after Tim Burton because Tim Burton was the one who directed the 86... The, I'm, I'm sorry. August 1989 is, is his first debut. And he was, na- like I said, he was named after Tim Burton who directed the 89 Batman film. He was created by Marv Wolfman and Pat Broderick. Uh, Tim is the son of Jack and Janet Drake who come from the same social circles that Bruce Wayne travels in. Um, his parents took him to Haley Circus when he was very young. Um, there he met and briefly bonded with Dick Grayson. Uh, that was also the night Dick's parents were murdered. Uh, Tim was in the audience. That kind of left an impression. Okay. Uh, there, there are a couple of things that had been retconned uh, for New 52. I'm going to go into that um, as I'm going through the, pro- the archive here. Um, Tim's parents were gone for months often on archaeological digs and and the like. Uh, As a result, Tim was uh, often left in boarding school and often left without uh, without adult supervision. And apparently he was a bit of a wunderkind. Uh, Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was left unsupervised and he's really smart. So by by the age of nine, he had figured out that Batman and Robin were Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson, respectively. Um, inspired by this discovery, this is a very disciplined nine-year-old, by the way. Yes. Uh, Tim trained himself in martial arts, detective skills, acrobatics, scholastics, um, to better uh, better himself physically and intellectually. Uh, okay, so this is my first note for what was retconned for the New 52. Um in the New 52, they rewrote his character so that he tries to figure out uh, he he uh, the Tim's ties to Dick Grayson's origin were deleted for the New 52. Um, the new origin has him as a talented athlete and computer genius uh, who comes close to figuring out Batman's identity but never quite manages it. I wonder why they did that. I don't know. I don't know, but there, there was the the other record. The other record that I'm getting to, I'm gonna get to, is is kind of just why? Why would you do that? Uh, but anyway, um, after the death of Jason Todd, Tim observed that Batman was going around reckless. Uh, Tim was 13 at the time. Just as a note. <laughs> 
Tim tried to convince Dick Grayson to go back to being Robin. Uh, much like the doctor shouldn't travel alone, Batman needs a Robin. Dick refused. Um, however, an encounter with Two-Face prompted Dick and Alfred to see Tim as a, as a potential Robin. Batman agreed to mentor Tim, but would not let him do any field work because he did not want a repeat of Jason Todd's fate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, would, that, would that. Be, that would be kind of a bummer. Um, however, after a series of events involving the murder of Tim's mother, his father becoming paralyzed, and Tim saving Batman from Scarecrow, uh, Tim enlisted. Uh, Tim was enlisted as the third Robin at the age of 13. And so this is the other thing that was changed for New 52. Uh, Batman rejected Tim's efforts to become the new Robin. Tim, in his infinite wisdom, again, this is the 13th, well, I don't know how, I don't know how old they made him for the 52, <laughs> but I'm going to assume that he was still 13. So Tim, in his infinite wisdom, decided to make Batman come to him by hacking Penguin's bank account, thus putting his entire family in danger and forcing his parents into witness protection. <laughs> uh, That's a smart 13-year-old. Very smart 13-year-old. Uh, Tim's parents didn't want Tim to have to go into witness protection with them, so he's, they were, he was sent to live with Bruce Wayne. Um, and the rest is history. Oh so, getting, getting back to the, um, the meat of our story here, um, when Bruce Wayne reti retired as Batman after Nightfall, uh, Robin went solo. Obviously, the retirement didn't take, but that's beside the point. Um, he eventually co-founded Young Justice and later helped reconstitute the Teen Titans. Uh, he's also romantically involved with Stephanie Brown, uh, a.k.a. Okay. the Spoilers. See uh, Batman, uh, Batwoman, um, as a reference. Stephanie Brown make, made an appearance there. Um, so, he, yeah, he was involved with Stephanie until her presumed death. Uh, prior to her death, uh, Stephanie actually took over for Tim as Robin for a while. And this was yeah. after... Huh? I said we saw the Stephanie Brown's uh, Robin in a uh, anime movie a while back. No, that was Carrie. Uh, that was Carrie Kelly. Was it? I thought it was Stephanie Brown. No, are, we're talking about uh, the Dark Dark Knight Returns, right? Whatever that animated movie was. That, yeah, that was that was Carrie Kelly. That wasn't that wasn't Stephanie. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, guys. Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> although, although Car Carrie Kelly is the first per is the first uh, female Robin on record, so right. Okay, it, it's easy, but that that's like an that's like a an Elseworlds thing. In chronologically, Stephanie would be the first women, uh, female Robin. Okay. Um. So, so this um this was after, but anyway, she took over for for Tim for a while um, after Tim's father found out about his night job <laughs> and uh, Tim decided to, to oh look yeah. they're, they're, uh, they're, they're coming for you yeah. Uh, yeah Tim decided to, to retire for a bit um, that uh, uh, that didn't locate that didn't take either um, his, his father did uh, die in identity crisis Tim relocated to Blue Haven after that. Um, after the friend, the death of his friend Superboy in Infinite Crisis, Tim's Robin co Robin costume went through a redesign, and he started wearing red and black to honor his dead friend. Oh, how nice of him! Cool. Um, well, he 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 Connor and 
and Bart have been really close for for decades now. Really, really good friends. Um, after Bruce is presumed dead in Batman R.I.P. and The Final Crisis, Dick takes over the role of Batman. Uh, believing he and Tim are equals, he fires Tim as Robin and gives the position to Damien. <laughs> <laughs> believing Bruce is still alive, Tim takes on the identity of Red Robin and leaves Gotham to go search for Bruce. Um, Tim's search for Bruce eventually takes him all over the world, leading him to in, um, encounters with the League of Assassins, Council of Spiders, etc. Obviously, Bruce, if Bruce was dead, he got better because no one ever dies in no one ever dies permanently in comics. No, no. Uh, <laughs> always comes back. Um, so powers, uh, abilities, and such. Um, like his pre predecessors, Tim has no super powers. He is, however, a more natural detective than Dick or Jason were. Uh, okay. He has a talent for computers. And um, he is apparently so good at being a detective that Ra's al Ghul has um, addressed him as detective, which is a title he only reserves for Bruce Wayne. See, that's, that's, that's pretty cool to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Raish um, has lots and lots of praise for Tim. You know, as and, and I'll say this about Batman. As much as I love Batman and the fact that his fighting ability, I love the detective side of Batman more than, than the fighting ability of Batman. Now, when it comes to Nightwing, I'd rather see Nightwing's fighting ability than, than his yeah. detective ability. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but that's cool. That's good. Um, um, he... Tim has trained since a young age at acrobatics, forensic criminology. Um, he is the most intellectually gifted of all the Robins. He excels at computer science and can grasp scientific techniques such as biology, engineering, and genetics. Uh, he also speaks several languages. Um, in addition to the identities of Batman and the original Robin, he has also deduced, deduced the identities of other he uh, heroes, including The Flash and Superman. Wow. Uh, Tim is considered one of the world's most elite martial artists and has been commended for his battlefield awareness by Rachel Ghul himself uh, after watching Tim fend off several assassins from the Council of Spiders. Uh, even Dick Grayson has said that Tim is a better Robin than he was. Wow. Yeah. That's why he fired him. Yeah. Yeah, and... <laughs> And gave, the, and, gave, and, gave the, and gave the job to someone who needed training. Hi, Damien. Yeah. Uh, notable, notable groups, uh, Young Justice, Teen Titans, and he led the Outsiders for a while. Um, most notable storylines um, that I can remember, um, Nightfall and No Man's Land. Okay. Uh, appearances in media. And this is just some of them. Uh, he was in Young Justice, voiced by Cameron Brown. Uh, Teen Titans Go, uh, voiced by Scott Menville. Uh, the new Batman Adventures and Superman the Animated Series, voiced by Matthew Valencia. Uh, that version of Tim is actually an amalgamation of Tim Drake and Jason Todd. That was for you, uh, Mike. Aw, thank you. <laughs> uh, he was in Static Shock, voiced by Eli Marenthal. I like that show. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I included it. Uh, he was uh, uh, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, voiced by Dean Stockwell. 
Batman Unlimited, Animal Instincts, and Monster Mayhem, voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. Gotham by Gaslight, voiced by Tara, Tara Strong. Batman Ninja, the English version, version was voiced by Will Friedel. Uh, Batman Death in the Family, voiced by Nick Carson. This is the interactive version, not the um, because he doesn't make an appearance in the other. This is this this is this the one we watch next week. Just so everybody knows. Inter- we're not watching. We're not. We're not watching the interactive version. We're watching the other version, right? Sure. I, this is these are the things we should probably discuss. Discuss offline. <laughs> offline. But yeah, you know, this this is how, this is how we do things. Um, uh, DC Universe Online, voiced by Will Wheaton. That's the uh, some of the his game appearances and Gotham Gotham Knights, voiced by Sloane Morgan Siegel. and his first live action appearance will be on Titans, uh, played by Jay Lykergo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I hope so too, but I'm excited to see him in Titans. Agreed. I I cannot. Carrie is. Carrie's super excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you, Carrie, for that. As far as next week's profile go, I'm not 100 percent sure yet of who we're going to do, but uh, keep in touch. And uh, I guess ideas. We'll, I have ideas, and well, I he'll start thinking a, one of these days. I will start thinking. <laughs> about doing let's just do superman and uh that'll take us weeks because nobody knows where superman comes from i mean seriously no well okay seriously superman batman wonder woman that would take us weeks yeah (laughs) any any of those uh, any any of the big three oh but look i said superman because in our watchtower this week we're gonna be we're gonna be watching the movie uh, we watched the movie Superman Man of Tomorrow. The movie came out. This was the first movie released after the uh, DC finished. Yes, after the Apocalypse War finished. This was the first movie. It had a new kind of art style. Um, it had a new kind of uh, uh, a universe. We'll talk about it, but it was yeah, Man it of Tomorrow. Had a new feel. And it definitely had a different new feel to it. I had never seen it before, so I was interested in going in. Um, it came out last year in 2020. It pretty much is Daily Planet intern Clark Kent takes learning on the job to new extremes when Lobo and Parasite set their sights on Metropolis. Now that is a bit of a mis- that is a bit of a misstatement because it's entirely Lobo's fault that Parasite um, becomes a thing in Metropolis. That is true. It is Lobo's fault because everything is Lobo's fault. Yeah, he does know how to make an entrance, though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. And an exit. And yes, he does. He said, "I could stay around, but I gotta go." <laughs> and 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 teach Lois a lesson about about who to go to for interviews. Because yes. oh my God. That would that would have been. An, I don't see how Lois kept her composure in there. She just, I don't think she did. I, I think she was just <laughs> tired of this guy. It was so okay. So let me say, I I hadn't seen this movie, so it was different. But I actually really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I didn't care much for the art style. It kind of grew on me about halfway through. Uh huh. Um, but I did. It wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Um, yeah. I like the fact that Clark is not back on Smallville, and I like 
or in Smallville. And I like the fact that Clark is also not um, a full-fledged reporter yet. I like this, that he's the coffee boy. Yeah. He's still brand new. You know, I, I, and, and this, is the, this is something I had further down in my notes. It's also kind of refreshing to see a Superman movie where he's where Superman starts out getting his ass handed to him. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like it when Superman is not the biggest guy in the room everywhere he goes. Exactly. I, I love that. I, 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 I put down here. So I'm my first thought. So I'm guessing Clark doesn't know he is Kryptonian in this universe. Um, no, apparently not. Yeah, because Lobo's the one who introduces him to the fact that he's a Kryptonian when he comes looking for Clark because, well, or come looking for Kal El mm-hmm. because there's a bounty on his head in that universe because he's the he says it originally because you're the last Kryptonian, therefore. So in a Clark's response was Kryptonian, like he just didn't know. Yeah. Well, and although is the Lobo lies a lot, so we don't know that he is that Lobo knows that he's the last Kryptonian. He just knows that he just knows more about Clark's heritage than than Clark does. Although well, Lobo- and, uh, I like, I kind of like this though because uh, you, you have he has that that like I'm, for lack of a better word I'm going to call it um, holocron. Yeah, and okay. he can't open. It. He doesn't know how to open it until Jean opens it for him. Yeah, and I I think that I find that rather fascinating. I I did too, and I put that on my notes. I said I like the fact that John is more than just the Martian Manhunter on here. Mm-hmm. He is the foundation and the starting point for Clark's knowledge. It's like he comes, he sees it, unlocks it, opens it up, begins it, and it's not that John is the one who introduces him to the Kryptonian heritage and lays that foundation, rather than the typical I put mm-hmm. on here. I must go on a quest alone to discover my past. It's a nice twist yeah. in the story of Clark, and and I like in Kal El, and I like it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's 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 nice that that he actually needs help from yes. you know someone other than you know something something other than again I I'm gonna call it the holocron because that's what it looks like uh, <laughs> to figure out who he is. Um, that's it does. nice. It looks like a holocron. It does. It does. That's why I've been calling it a holocron. Uh, I also love that Batman's already active in this timeline. That's <laughs> that's. And the reason the reason the reason Superman has a cape is because Martha Martha can't <laughs> let evolve uh, after the, the the Batman that she keeps seeing stories of. That's so funny. And then he flies away with it. <laughs> And she looks at, and she looks at uh, Jonathan and says, "I like the cape." And, and, and but but of course she looks at him and says, "Yeah, like you said, you better like the cape." It took six sixteen skill salt blades to cut the material. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> like, well, I well, I, I well, yeah. One of my notes was that you know he really does need some fireproof clothes. Yes. Or at least the clothes may have the material that came with him through space. Yeah, because he definitely was uh, naked holding up that Lobo. Uh, yeah, and, and um, 
I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and phrase this as PG as possible. Uh, when he when he's flying, everything defies gravity. Yes. Because, because yes, this is this is a a show that that it is PG thirteen. Yes. So. But 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 from that angle, I was like, mm. Mm, gravity. That's an angle gravity gra- thank thank you, gravity. Thank you. Thank you. And Lois was there, so I mean, it works out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I must say too, <laughs> kind of speaking of Lobo, I. I loved. Did anybody else like the cigar? I don't smoke cigars. Did anybody else like the cigar holder that on was, his bike? He just hit the button, the cigar pops up for him. That was awesome. It's just so Lobo to me, and I loved it. I loved this iteration of Lobo. Mm-hmm. Um, this version of Perry as an asshat. Yeah, I, I really okay, didn't so, like this version of Perry. Yeah, if I did have one critique on this movie, it was that I didn't. I didn't like this version of Perry White. I um I was I was pretty I I was every time I got on the screen I'm like seriously can we can we move on to the better plot I yeah I I didn't like the version of Perry at all yeah um I, the goggles might not be practical for hiding a secret identity if you have to take them off to use your powers um and how is it and yes I know there's there's some scientific probably some scientific explanation for this <laughs> do you know take this of glass thickness and whatnot but it's like how is how is it you you can how is it Clark can use his heat vision through his regular glasses and doesn't think to use the same material on his goggles i i only you would think of something like that because i didn't even it didn't even register with me <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is just how my brain works. <laughs> no, but I think it's interesting. You know, every, every time that I've seen Clark use 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 the, the laser beams from his eyes, I always saw him lift, lower down his glasses and then, you know, fire the beams. I never seen him do it even with the glasses on. Except in this movie. Except in this movie. Yeah. So that was different. Um, I mean, I mean, you would think the 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 heat vision would melt the glass. Maybe. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about yeah. John Jones then. Um, I loved his look. Yeah. I loved the character. I nearly screamed the first time uh, when he got himself killed. The first time I saw this, and it's been long enough that since I've seen the movie that I forgot that he was faking his death. Okay, so when I saw John get killed, quote unquote, in the movie—spoiler uh-huh. for those who haven't seen it yet—if you're still listening. Um, I I I never thought he was dead, like at all. Like it never even, it it never even crossed my mind that he was dead. Just because, okay, they're not going to bring a big man or a big character into this world, into this this movie, and they just boom kill him off like that. Unless so? the name of the movie, unless the name of the movie is Suicide Squad, they're not going to do something like this to the Martian Manhunter like in this movie. Mm. Um. So. I, uh, but but you know it was an interesting plot twist. Yes. To, to the story that he that he gets killed, and I love his response was, he says, "I made you see what I wanted you to see." Mm-hmm. Because we all know we should not trust Lex Luthor to do anything. That Why isn't... not? He seems so trustworthy. Mike, were you watching the same movie I was? <laughs> he seemed trustworthy. Although although between. Between Lex doing what Lex does and the stupid humans making things worse, 
Okay. Lex kind of downgraded a little. Yeah. He wasn't so bad. See? Right. He could be be a friend. He can be a friend. Yeah, when it serves (laughs) his purpose. And again, again with the the billionaires going to prison and being able to get day passes. Come on. Like, okay. And you and you don't think that 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 don't really happen? Oh, I, I'm pretty sure it happens all the time. Oh, me but, too. But but as I've said before, you know the rich the rich do do prison differently than than the rest of us. Right, they don't have to suffer as much as uh, yeah, we the, do. The, yeah, the super the super rich do prison way differently. Right. So. All right. Well, I mean. I thought it was a good movie. Uh, it's one mm-hmm. of those ones that I'd go back and watch just to watch again. I liked yeah. that it's not the typical length of a animated movie. Typically, your animated movies are about an hour and 15 minutes. And uh, this one was an hour and uh, 26. So I was actually pretty ecstatic about that. It was yeah, a little bit longer. Yeah, extra 15 minutes uh, really helped. Yeah, I like it. So I highly recommend this. If you know, we don't, we don't, we don't really rate on this show uh, these movies. But if I were to give this a rating, I'd give it an eight out of ten. I thoroughly enjoyed it, or even an eight and a half. I thought it was really good. Yeah. So next week, here we go. We're up. Um, another movie I haven't seen. It came out last year during um, the shutdown because, well, I had other things I was watching. Um, but uh, Batman: Death in the Family. This was the interactive version that came out um, that you could choose your path, whether you're going to save Robin, let Robin die, or Robin gets out on his own, I think, was yeah. the three was the three choices. I think um, so. Do you – I now, I downloaded to watch it offline. Um, are we just going to watch whatever that version is, or are we going to take, take a different path? Well, the ver- – well – because the version that's on, where did you download it from? Um, I downloaded the version from when I had bought the movie. I got the code um, for buying the DVD. I got the digital code, and it's on the Movies Anywhere app. Mm. Okay. So I don't know which version it is. Okay. Um, I may just go with whatever that version is and see what happens. And because um, I'm pretty sure the movie ends the same to begin, you know, no matter which route you take, the movie ends the same, right? I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen the interactive version. The only the only version of Death in the Family I've seen is the one that's on HBO Max, which is more like one of the showcase uh, movies. It's probably the same one that I got for free from the movies anywhere or the 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 the, the digital download. When I bought the movie, that that's what I would think. But what we can do next week is um, we can see which ones we watched, the version we watched, and then see if I can find an article or something that gives what the kind of the plots for the other lines that we didn't take and what would have happened. Right, right. Um, so because the, I mean, because the one that's on HBO Max is just like kind of like like Bruce Bruce Wayne recapping um, under the Red Hood for uh, Clark. And they're kind of like psychoanalyzing each other and in, in a diner and stuff, which was really it's a, it was really cool, but that's not the interactive version of the of the movie. Okay, um, I'll have to check then. I I don't sh- I'm not sure which one is mine. Okay. So, all right, and we hey we listen we are coming close to the end of our list. Um, yeah. We have Death in the Family, then we have Soul of the Dragon, then World War Two, 
And then the long Halloweens, part one and two. And by the time those ones finish, uh, we may be hitting into um, the Injustice movie. Maybe, if we're lucky. So, if we're lucky. But uh, but anyways, uh, anything else, Carrie, before we head out? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, listen, guys, this has been DC Talk, and we've been excited to be able to talk a little bit about news about some DC, some DC movies, and some character profiles. But we are going to head out, and uh, until next time, uh, peace out, stay safe, and um, go watch Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, bye, everybody. Bye.